Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Good morning and happy to be here this morning. And I know um, this has just been, and oh, I don't know about you, but it feels like a crazy year. And things are moving so fast and there's so much going on in the world that we thought we wanted to take a moment on Life Planning 101 today uh, to talk about that very thing, to figure out, you know, things feel like sometimes they're just spinning out of control. <laughs> and it's all around you and you don't know what to do. And it reminds me, um, you know, this family feud I heard about, and, and you may know this, you know, every generation responds to crisis a little differently. If you think about the way you respond to crisis versus your parents and versus your kids. Well, there was this family, and they're sitting at the dinner table, and the mom and the aunt kind of got in a fight over um, the aunt's spending habits, and she lived with them. So, you know, obviously there was more to that story. Um, but mom was a little prone to what you might call dramatic displays. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she protested and left the restaurant, and she decided to lie down in the middle of traffic. And everyone immediately rushed outside and getting her off the road and re redirecting cars and everything else. And after the aunt apologized, everything settled back down. They went back in and, and noticed that the younger brother was missing. And so they found him, and he was hiding behind a large garbage bin. And they asked why he was hiding. He says, I just don't want to end up on YouTube. <laughs> but isn't that the truth? Isn't that kind of what you feel like going on in the world today? Is that just this, you know, dramatic displays are going on everywhere. And finding peace and serenity is, is more difficult, I think, than ever. And, you know, if you don't believe it, I, I went back and I just looked through the headlines um, this year. And we started the year with Capitol Riot. Um, bands of, you know, Republican Party members from platforms and even the GOP itself from uh, Google, which was interesting. We had, um, we landed at over 100 million COVID cases confirmed and over 500,000 deaths. That in itself is a headline for a year. There's been, you know, a coup in Myanmar at its own military. Uh, there's the whole, you know, saga around Alexei Navalny, which is the Russian opposition leader, and his sentence to prison. And there's been a second president impeachment, first time that we've ever had a president impeached twice. We had, if you live in Texas, you know this well, we had a winter storm that no one thought would ever happen <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> um, there's been mass shootings everywhere. You know, we got that cargo ship that was stuck in the Suez Canal, the George Floyd trial, Prince Philip passed away. I mean, think about this. Think about how much has actually gone on. Um, here recently, Canada and these churches that are being, um, you know, vandalized and shootings and uh, burned down, and it's just not everything that's going on. And that's not to mention our major cities and the crime that's happening in our southern border. And should I go on? And, you know, it's sad that that's the media's focus, but they know Medias know that what sells is emotion, and there's two emotions that sell better than anything, and that's greed and fear, and the largest of the two is fear. So is it any wonder that that is all we see when we turn on the news or look up our 
um, headlines on you know our, our MSN or our CBS or whatever we look at or you know we're looking at um, listening down the road at, at what the headlines are there's just not much positive that's being said and it's hard to find the positive in all that's going on it's hard to find you know good news outside of your own little realm of living maybe it goes to the stretch of your community maybe you know what's going on there but do you really know what's going on with your state or your country that's good in the world today and I would challenge to say that most people don't because all they see is what we're being told is that we're just completely spinning out of control. And, you know, I look at politics. I think politics is to blame for so much, especially this extreme environment that we're living in and all this hate and divide in our country that's been going on for the best part of a decade now. And, you know, the pendulum in Washington, as we call it, swings back and forth so far that no one is comfortable. No one's comfortable being able to be okay with what's happening. No one's comfortable being able to make long-term plans. You know, we're starting to see business owners say, well, maybe I should just wait. Or how do I know that I'm going to have this liquidity if taxes go up? What do I do? How do I know? How does this happen? And really, how do you plan for the future if you don't know? And, you know, I look at, um, I work, we work a lot, obviously, in Texas and in Montana both. And I was having this conversation with a business owner in Montana the other day, and he says, you guys have got it so good there. He said, because it's not about whether you're right or left, it's about the consistency. And we've swung back and forth so hard that it made it really hard to plan as a business owner. And he's right. He's absolutely right. How do you plan for complete unknown of where we're going to be in two, four years, yes, you can plan, but it makes it a little tougher and you have to provide for a lot of caveats. And anytime you have caveats, that's a better term for risk management and risk management equals cost because you got to pay for that insurance so that you know something isn't going to fall apart. Well, here's the problem with all that. There's no such thing as not making a decision, okay? People get stagnant. And they say, I'll just wait. I'll kick the can down the road. And there's a, a story about a little donkey. It's called Burden's Donkey. And Burden's Donkey was equally hungry and thirsty. And he was standing midway between a haystack and a trough of water. Now, a donkey always goes to whatever's closer. So if he was exactly midway between a haystack and a trough of water, what would he do? Well, I'm really hoping that Jim Kennedy is going to listen to this show because he loves his mules, but we all know donkeys are a little bit stubborn, right? That's right. <laughs> they, don't, they don't change their mind, and a mule's a half donkey, by the way. But because they don't change their mind, bird and donkey died of both hunger and thirst. So there's a story in that. Not making a decision doesn't always mean death, of course, but it does mean that an indecision will cause someone or something else to make your decision for you. That will happen almost 100% of the time. And the parody of that is, Jeff, do you want to lose control over your life? No. No. No, of course not. Does anyone? Does anyone? I don't think we do. You know, no one likes to lose control over their life. Yet, that's exactly what happens when we don't make decisions, 
when we see everything spinning out of control all around us and it creates such a fear and an anxiety inside of us and we don't know the future that we just say we're just going to kick that can, we are making a decision. We're making a decision to allow someone or something else to make that decision for us and we will lose control. Isn't that interesting? It's so, very, very true. It is very true. So on Life Planning 101 today, what we want to do, we want to give you some tools because it is a crazy world. And I think it's only going to get worse before it gets better. We've got to come to a part that it's so painful that we're willing to change as a society and as a world. And I don't think we're quite there yet. It's getting there, but we're not quite there yet. So how do you remain sane when everything around you is insane? And that's what we're going to give you on Life Planning 101 today. You're not going to want to miss it. It's Monday morning. It is 842. Angela continues Life Planning 101. Very, very interesting topic today, Angela. Yes. And, you know, we call this Life Planning 101 for a reason. It's all about living, right? And we have a a tagline that says, helping people live life on purpose. It doesn't say helping people manage their finances. (laughs) They're saying it doesn't say helping people pick out the right insurance. Those are obviously important, very important, crucial aspects to your overall plan. But in our opinion, things need to be looked at holistically. And it starts with centering. It starts with life. And it starts with what your goals are, what your future is, what's important to you, what keeps you awake at night. What do you want money to do for you? What is important about money to you? And I would be willing to bet the thing that's important about money to most people is that it helps them live a quality of life. Well, here we are, Life Planning 101. The world's spinning out of control right now. If you missed the first segment of the show, you might not want to go back. (laughs) We talked about all the headlines that have gone on in 2021, and it's painful. And uh, I think it's appropriate as I sit here from Three Forks, Montana today at our uh, Kennedy Financial Services office here, and I am uh, looking at a very good quote from Sam Elliott who says, when you are dead, you don't know that you're dead. All of the pain is felt by others. The same thing happens when you're stupid. (laughs) So, you know, that's the truth, is that you don't often know when you're making dumb mistakes. And we all do it. And if you don't think you do it, maybe you need a little gut check there. But the reality is, is that we're faced with, um, much like we talked about in the first segment of the show, bird and donkey, that we're halfway between a water trough and a haystack, and we don't know which way to go. And so, so many people are choosing just not to go. Indecision. And the reality is is that indecision is a decision to let someone else take control of your life. So I want to ask you something. I want all of you to think about whether or not you think things are spinning out of control for you personally. Because it's easy to see the world around you. And I found this really cool thing, um, and it has to do with, you know, business leaders. Uh, It was done on uh, Carrie Newoff. She's a, uh, a coach, a business coach. But she, she wrote this blog about five signs that your world is spinning out of control. And I thought these are really good for anybody to take a look at and ask yourself. You know, number one, you're too afraid to slow down. So are you too afraid to slow down? You're going to miss something or something won't get done. You know, I think we've all felt that from time to time. Number two, you might be spinning out of control if 
your activity is increasing while your productivity is decreasing. Either you or someone you know, I guarantee it, is the busiest person you know but doesn't accomplish anything. I've got some of those in my family. And I've been in that position. I have found myself in that position at times of I'm, I'm a busy person. It's just nature. And it's easy to get in a rut and create activity that really has no productivity. Number three, the lines between your work and leisure are blurred. I think this could be said even if you're retired. Are you watching those headlines too much? Are you thinking about your money too much? Are you worried about the future too much? Are you still living life on purpose? Are you allowing the outside circumstances to rule you? Number four, you underreact or maybe overreact to almost everything. Maybe not quite like the sister that went and laid down in the middle of the road, but when you know things feel like they're spinning out of control, we have a tendency to either shut down or get aggressive. Is that you right now? And number five, nothing's fun anymore. What happened to all the fun, Sam Elliott? That's all that it's all about is having fun in life and enjoying life. And if you're not there, my question is why? So what do you need to be doing? Well, the world is going to feel this way for a while. I guarantee it. In fact, for you, it might feel this way that's constantly moving around you so fast for the rest of time. But you don't have to spin out of control with it. And if you remember at the beginning of the year, uh, we did a, a, a right, right as we, we entered 2021, we talked about the word fear. And it's actually an acronym for two different things. The first is forget everything and run. Fear. Forget everything and run. Or face everything and rise. Face everything and rise. The reality is, you have a choice, and it all starts with you. You can't control what's going on in this world. You can't control what's happening in Canada or what's happening at our border or what's happening in our government. You can't control uh, what our country's fighting over. You can't control what China's doing or what Russia's doing. There's no possible way. But what you can do is you can control your fear. Because what I found is that most people that have inherent fear about the world spinning out of control around them is because their world is spinning out of control. And you have to think about where does that start and why does that happen? What can I do about it? And I want to tell you a story about Ted and Todd and give you some examples of how you can look at your situation and figure out how to move forward when this world just keeps getting in crazier and crazier and make it like a movie. You know, I always get that visual, you know, in a movie where the, everything's blurred and moving so fast around you and you're just walking through it. That's what you want because there's peace with that person. They aren't thinking about that world going so busy and crazy around them. They're focused on what they need to be focused on. And that's you at this time. What does living life on purpose mean to you? I want you to focus on that question for our break. And when we come back, I'm going to give you some things that you're going to be able to leave here with and face everything and rise through these crazy times. Good morning. We're back to wrap up Life Plenty 101 with Angela. Good morning, everybody. Yes, spinning out of control. I think uh, we all feel like this world is just getting crazier and crazier day by day. And what are you doing with that? How are you dealing with that? 
And, uh, you know, are you facing it and really addressing it? Or are you just trying to ignore it and hoping that it goes away? And if you're doing the latter, I would question that because there's so much movement that you're going to get left in the dirt and things could, could happen for you on your behalf without you even knowing it. And I was reminded of a, a little boy that, you know, his mom said, you're too young to babysit your younger sister. I'm just not sure. He was 13, and he's convincing her. He says, no, I got this, Mom. I, I know I can do it. She said, well, what are you going to do if there's a fire? And he said to his mom, rolling his eyes, oh, Mom, I'm a Boy Scout. I know how to start a fire. <laughs> so, you know, the reality is I feel like Washington's a little bit that way right now. We're asking them to put out fires, and all they're doing is start more over and over again. We don't want them to babysit our country anymore. And it's pretty crazy what's going on out there, and it's not just in our country. So, you know, I want to remind you of some stories here, and I promised them before the break. And then I'm going to leave you with some tips and some things that you can go to work on so that you can get grounded. And you can, instead of forgetting everything and running and, and having those fears, you can face everything and, and rise despite all that's going on. So let's talk about these two men. Let's talk about Ted. He was a successful man. He had a big house, wonderful family, and he enjoyed the fruits of his labor with his toys, his travel, and he gave everything he had to his wife and kids, wanted them to have the best, wanted his kids to have it better than the way he had it. And that was so important to them to make things about family. Well, Ted woke up to a phone call one day. His job was no longer there. He turned on his computer to learn that the markets were falling apart and there was another banking meltdown that had just commenced. He immediately thought of all the obligations that he had, his mortgage, the credit card debt, the cars that were upside down, and his mere $3,000 in his savings plan. His backup, of course, was his 401k because he'd been putting money back in there for a year, but it wasn't even more than a year of his salary. That's a scary position to be in. Over-leveraged, unable to meet your obligations. You've got a family that you want to provide for, feel a need to provide for, and you can't. I'd be stressed out too. And I bet you everybody in Ted's spot today is a little stressed because things are overheated. And at any moment, something could happen in which we're sent back into a recession. And you know what? By the way, that's not a bad thing. It's cyclical. Economies cycle. And if they don't cycle, it's a problem. So we want things to cycle, but you've just got to be prepared for it. So let's talk about Todd. Todd was a successful man, too. He had a great house, wonderful family, and he enjoyed the fruits of his labor with his toys and travel and making sure that his family was taken care of and they had what they needed. He, too, woke up to that phone call and learned that his job was no longer there. He, too, logged in and saw that the markets and economy were crashing before his eyes. And he, too, immediately thought about his obligation. Well, his mortgage was almost paid off. His cars were nothing fancy, but they were paid for. And he had socked away 12 months of cash to cover bills. Todd's backup plan would probably not need to be touched. And if it did, he was prepared. He had always paid himself first. The top 20% of his paycheck had been invested for his future for years. Now, my question to you, whose shoes would you want to be in, Ted's or Todd's? 
Oh, easy, easy answer. <laughs> <laughs> right? Todd, it's a no-brainer. So how do you think that happened? Do you think that was outside forces or something that each of them could control? I think it's I think how we control our lives. Yeah, exactly. That's right. It's how we control our lives. So what I would challenge you to do is the more that this world feels like it's spinning out of control, center yourself. Look inward. Look at your obligations. Look at what you really deem to be important. Is food and a roof over your children's head more important than having a big fancy house and getting them into um, the best camps for the summer? It's worth a look, right? And it's not saying you can't do some of everything, but you have to prioritize what's most important and what are you willing to risk. And what I found is that even when people say, well, I'm willing to risk that, they're usually overstressed and they burn out a lot faster than someone that's just been disciplined and they've been a good steward of every dollar that they receive. So when things are spinning out of control, and it is all about life, folks, but the reality is, and we all know this, is money's kind of like oxygen in life. If you don't have it, you're not breathing. And that's where these guys are, right? Ted is there. He's going to start not breathing. And what's he going to be able to do about it at this point? Maybe nothing. So do something about it while you can. We still got a strong economy. We still got things going on. And yes, things are going out of control. But get your house in order. It starts with you. It starts with your budget. It starts with making sure you have the right risk management insurances in place to take care of your family if something happens to you. It starts with making sure that you're not over leveraged and you have good debt, not bad debt. Making sure that you have plenty of liquidity, meaning like Ted, if he had money sitting in his savings for 12 months, he'd be in a whole different place, right? So do you have that? Have you prepared for that? If you haven't, maybe now's the time to prioritize and figure out what you need to be doing. Do you have the proper basic legal documents to take care of your family if something happened to you? If you were forced to retire, is there a plan for that? Not many people think about those things. They just go hard and fast and just want to enjoy everything that they've been given. And there's nothing wrong with enjoying what you've been given, but it's a fair balance. And trying to figure out that balance is so important. Pay yourself first. Pay your future first. You know, we always have a saying that the only person that's going to be there to take care of you in the future is you. If you're relying on anything else to do it, what you're doing is you're giving up your control. You're giving indecision that's going to make someone or something else control your life down the road. And how are you going to like that then? So, again, when the world around you is spinning out of control, I challenge you to do one thing. Look inward. Figure out what changes you need to make so you can stay steady and face everything and rise because you will be prepared to be able to face any storm that's yet to come. And I promise you there's a storm coming. We don't know if it's now. We don't know if it's three years from now. We don't know if it's five years from now. But we will have an economic downturn. And when we do, you better be ready for it. And if you're like Ted, you're not going to be. If you're like Todd, you're in great shape. So make your choice. Make your bed and do it today before it's too late. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services. God bless everyone. Make sure to visit us online at www.kennedy-financial.com. You can sign up for our Facebook, Twitter, 
all of those things. And also, we've got a great weekly newsletter that goes out. We've got tools that we have on our website that you can use to start working on your budget, start cleaning your financial house today. You're not going to want to miss out on any of those things. So again, www.kennedy-financial.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. And don't miss next week's show when we have Black and White Money Management with Aaron Kennedy and Matt Irvin on Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, Kennedy Financial Services, Incorporated, Calton & Associates, Incorporated, and Smart Money Group, LLC are separate entities.